0: Welcome to Marketing Tales with Chris Raposo, a podcast created to spotlight and highlight marketers, tell their stories, and share their knowledge with those interested in all things marketing. If you're interested in more than just the cut and dry strategies and tactics and want to learn more about the human side of his guests and how they got to where they are today, then this show is for you.
1: How can, can marketers create interest in a company after they made a potential prospect aware of a product? Is there a certain way someone should go about?
0: So so I mentioned a little bit earlier, uh, as far as marketers, it's so important to sit with your AEs, your BDRs, and see what the questions are coming at. You know, what are the challenges? What are these potential customers and clients facing? So that as marketers, you can fully understand those challenges and address those. That's a, that's a genuine conversation. Yep. Taking a guess at what might be the problem, that's where you kind of end up in that, you know, take a, take a left turn when you should have taken a right.
1: Hi Terry, how are Hello.
0: you? How are you? Good. Thanks for joining. Oh, such a pleasure. Well, thank you so much for inviting me, and thanks for sending over the questions. We can go through as you would like. Um, I'm happy to answer those, and um, uh, and I think it's great that Cat um, has you on board. I think that's huge. Just what you sent over, I was impressed. Um, so yeah, happy to help any way that I can. So whenever you're ready. Awesome. Much appreciated. So,
1: um, let's just go through the questions one by one. All right. All right. Uh, with a education design, what made you want to get into marketing in the first place?
0: sure absolutely so i started out in graphic design and ultimately was going in the direction of agency wanted to be a part of that world and then b2b caught my eye eventually and i said you know what this is this is fun i like this so i jumped in of course career progression wise no journey is you know a linear path so b2b it is and headed in that direction and have been there ever since
1: yes and then you know segueing into that with the b2b experience you have mm-hmm. a lot of experience in b2b marketing um how important in your opinion is social proof when it comes to b2b marketing and what what's the best way uh for you know for a company to show social proof to their prospective um audience or clients would it be through case studies
0: online reviews video testimonials so so a couple of things there depends upon the company the industry and the client base. So, remembering that these days uh, it's very important to build that trust and those relationships. Going back to going back to the basics, quite honestly, there. Um, and through with social proof, depending upon the channels, um, it's very important for marketers to take a look at where their uh, potential clients are having those conversations. So, you know, what may work for one particular company or industry may not work for another. So that awareness is very important. Um, I know that uh, as far as from a sales perspective, it's very important for marketers to literally sit in on some of the calls Mm -hmm. and those demos and get a solid idea of the um, needs of customers and what they're looking at. And then go back and say, okay, how can we help solve those? That's pretty fundamental, but it's interesting to me how many folks kind of kind of skip that step. Mm-hmm. And that will also help answer the social selling question as well.
1: Yeah, and it's always with the importance of knowing your audience. You know, it's not about what I as a marketer want to push. It's kind of like what do they actually want to consume? And that's where the analytics come in. That's what I use a lot when I send out my... Monthly newsletters um, where I put all the blog posts in, and I see who clicks on what and what is an area of interest and what I should hone into more. um I'm big on social proof. I like to highlight and spotlight clients, but I also love to highlight our our amazing employees. So I've yes. been um, doing a lot of employee spotlights and anniversary posts. Um, but my audience is not too keen on those. I've noticed they're not clicking on them as much as I would hope they would. So I would I will have to pivot a bit and do more thought leadership stuff um, that they're more interested in. Um, so go ahead.
0: I mean, I think that that's great that you are that because that also helps um, something that we did. Oh, I think it was a part of, um, we actually highlighted, uh, when we sent out newsletters, we actually highlighted a one of the employees per month so that our customers got to know who we are and that especially the customer success team, I mean, they are frontline and center as far as dealing with a client on a daily basis. And that is a huge, huge relationship builder. Um, And to your point also as a marketing leader, so this, this is twofold, right? For you, you, in my opinion, are doing the right thing. Great marketing leaders will always elevate their team members, always, always keeping that in mind. Um, but yes, absolutely. Uh, allowing the, or giving the opportunity to a customer or client to get to know, you know, who they are actually conversing with and a little bit more that that's huge because it's what, you know, it comes down to it. We talked about it, relationships, trust relationships, is what it comes down to for sure.
1: Yeah, and and um even in B2B marketing, people don't buy from faceless companies, right? They may they do business right. with people. And I'm actually excited today. I'm publishing the employee spotlight for the head of customer success. So that'll
0: Yay. It'll be fun. Very good. Very yeah. good. That's so, fantastic. Good yes, job.
1: <laughs> thank you. But um, let's dive into thought leadership, right? Sure. So um the term thought leadership coined in nineteen ninety-four by Joel Kurtzman. Um during his tenure as a business magazine, but I see that everywhere right now, right? People calling themselves thought leaders. Um, How important is it for B2B marketers to establish themselves as thought leaders and how does one do it? Is it through webinars? Is it through online courses, presenting at industry events or just creating content on LinkedIn?
0: Well, you know, it's great. So thought leadership or um, influencer marketing has come a long way quite honestly. Um, And it's not just a few select folks out there. Of course, you have your, you know, um, your, your, your folks who have been out there a while and are known. And, but then if you dig a little deeper, there are some folks who are just phenomenal and they may not have, you know, they may not have tons of books out yet, but to dig a little deeper and they're in those conversations, that is very important. So in terms of influencer marketing, even someone who is maybe an individual B2B marketer can also um, can also jump into the conversation. And as long as they're consistent in those conversations and folks are seeing them, whether depending upon the channel or channels that they are conversing on, uh, you know, that is very helpful because it builds once again trust that relationship and you're also they're having conversations with other marketers that's huge
1: yep that is true that is true and building that network uh, as well is very important that i've noticed um as part of my uh, as part of my interview um series you know i'll make a lot of connections now meet a lot of people and those people introduce me to other leaders that i haven't heard of um so very important i think um Like I said earlier, people do business with people, not faceless companies. Uh, Should businesses or business leaders encourage their employees to become LinkedIn creators and create awareness about a company on their personal profile page?
0: Ah, so very, very good question. I'm going to um, take a look at that in a couple of ways from the company side and then from the employee side, from the company side. Um, you know, that conversation, having that conversation with employees is important so that those expectations are set. But it's also on the candidate when they're interviewing with the company to ask that question, you know, yeah. what are the expectations there so that neither side is broadsided. And it's, you know, an open conversation at that point. So each side is aware.
1: Yes, that make that makes a lot of sense. You want to maintain brand voice and consistency and don't have somebody go rogue and make and put the company in a bad spot or in a bad light Mm -hmm. but you also don't want to pressure somebody who doesn't feel comfortable being out there in the open on LinkedIn to talk about your company right so it has to be a mutually agreed um um arrangement
0: yeah yeah, yeah
1: absolutely, Chris exactly um I know you have a lot of experience also with the marketing funnel um that I wanted to Dig deeper a little bit. Um, what's what it selfishly as a one-person marketing <laughs> department? Um, what is the best way for a one-person B2B marketer to create awareness with potential customers?
0: Yeah, absolutely. The the you know once again jumping into those conversations, being genuine. Okay, we all can. We all can tell when someone is being genuine and when someone is just in there just because. So, and that takes time. Okay. That takes time to build that trust. And those efforts are important. That awareness and hopefully in the marketing department, that awareness that it will take some time to build that trust is built in and you have that support from, you know, your, your head of marketing, but also across the line into sales, into customer success, because those conversations can come, don't come necessarily just from marketing. Also Mm -hmm. your sales folks, your AEs, your BDRs, and then additionally, you know, your customer success, even product area. So that clarity is important in terms of messaging when someone is communicating and having those conversations. Um, so most certainly that awareness uh, and that consistency of message is important. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. And then we'll just go down the marketing funnel. Next stop uh, spot is usually interest. You know how can can marketers mm-hmm. create interest in a company after they made a potential prospect aware of a product? Is there a certain Way someone should go about.
0: So, so I mentioned a little bit earlier. Uh, as far as marketers, it's so important to sit with your AEs, your BDrs, and see what the questions are coming at. You know, what are the challenges? What are these potential customers and clients facing? So that as marketers, you can fully understand those challenges and address those that's a, that's a genuine conversation you right. taking a guess at what might be the problem that's where you kind of end up in that you know take a take a left turn when you should have taken a right um not that that can't be addressed but it's a, it is a constant you know uh, effort to sit in you know Ask your, be in lockstep with your sales team, with your product team, with your CS team. These, these conversations are very important and that consistency Mm -hmm. in that communication within the company is going to show, and it's going to also benefit the customer hugely as they walk through that customer journey.
1: Yeah. And while while I'm sitting in there with the um the sales team, right, it takes me to mm-hmm. the next point where I would have said, how can marketers help sales team convert prospects? But if I'm sitting there, I kind of know their pain points and yes. I know what they may need in order to get them across the finish line, whether it's a blog post I drafted, a case study I did, right, and shared with the sales team to share with the prospective customers to give that additional value.
0: Absolutely. And that, that consistent communication. So when you have those campaigns running, when you have those efforts running, making sure that there is communication, sometimes it may be even on a daily basis, maybe just a couple of minutes, maybe just an email, some, some kind of communication and conversation, maybe a, you know, a quick, uh, a quick video clip, just to say, this is what we're looking at. This is the messaging. This is what is important and making sure that that communication, that understanding is there, um, across the board. And Mm -hmm. that helps the customer journey out tremendously and the quality of that customer journey. Mm -hmm. And as my time,
1: uh, my short time tenure as being a marketer in higher, in the higher ed industry tech Mm -hmm. space, I've noticed, I've never heard of customer success teams, before I've never heard of that in a law firm, but here in tech it's it's pretty common. Huge. Um yeah mm-hmm. then, uh what makes a loyal customer come back time and time again and refers other people to your company what is oh think? gosh
0: yeah I, I mean it, it is it is huge it is that entire journey and marketing is such a massive part of that um they are so customer success hugely important. And that's why it's important for, that's why marketers need to consistently communicate across those areas within the company. Um, Customer success will be able to communicate also those problems back because once you have that sale, well, what happens after that? Mm -hmm. You know, what are those problems? So even after implementation, uh, what happens after that? What are those additional questions and pain points and challenges that they're having? So marketers need to be aware of those as well and help uh, assist in terms of communication. And that will ultimately continue that, I would say, goodwill uh, and in terms of, especially if you have an enterprise deal, for instance, if you're in that enterprise deal and you have your tool in that particular company, well, if you know word of mouth spreads that these guys are on it, these folks are on it, they helped us, we ended up in this bad spot, they were on it and they helped us through it and they worked until it was done and solid and we were comfortable. That will get around a company and think about it today also um in terms of how long employees are staying at companies okay so it may not be just that company they will take that good word of what you and your company did and Mm -hmm. take it to their next company Mm -hmm. because they want to be comfortable with who they're spending all of that money on right and all of that time so if you can help them out to that extent it will pay off tenfold down the line
1: yeah. It's like the saying goes, people forget what you did and what you said, but they never forget how you made them feel. Right.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Very good point. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, two more questions. Um, sure. What is one important lesson that you have learned over the course of your marketing career?
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Always be learning Always be without learning. a doubt. Um, uh There, I have learned something from every single person I've worked with and marketing leaders are challenged these days to bring so many different aspects of, you know, folks together and the successful marketing leaders who do that, their teams are just phenomenal. So, and I see a consistent thread within those teams. And that is that they are all open to learning from each other, from folks outside of, even outside of marketing, as I mentioned before, even within their own companies. So absolutely always be open to learning.
1: Okay. Um, I see there's some books on your bookshelf back there. You have one or two books you would recommend a a marketer if he wants to, or she wants to grow in her career.
0: So definitely, um, I would be remiss if I didn't say, um, my, uh, actually I, I have the pleasure of working for saying, um, and his book is right up there <laughs> move. I've had that up there for a while for, for. long time. I actually did not just put it up there for this interview. Um, It is something that is important for marketers to understand in terms of career progression. If you're looking at, you know, um, making that next move, that next role, that next step, internally or externally, understanding go-to-market is massive, huge in that respect. Um, So that's definitely one of the books that I would uh, recommend the fundamentals. Most definitely, you know, you're talking your ABM, you know, all, uh, all of, all of that in terms of what marketing is and how you can best focus on those particular um, client areas and clients and really focus those efforts that as well, but definitely go to market. Folks should hop on that absolutely and understand fully go to market.
1: Very good. Very good. One last question, which I always ask at the end. Who do you think I should interview next?
0: Oh, goodness. I was looking at your other videos. And so I was, what I wanted to do is turn that back to you and say, who do you need? Because I noticed that you have podcasts already um, to mention other areas. Is there someone specific or are there areas, specific areas that you were looking for in terms of um, folks to interview. And I, fortunately through, since community manager for a marketing community, um, I have spoken to a lot of marketing leaders and I'm happy to connect you with. Um, yeah.
1: Um, I went I'm on like, the P community website and I noticed one of my connections, Nick Bennett is on there as well.
0: Nick, love Nick. Love I followed Nick. him
1: and I actually got one of his hats, the haters hate, creators create. <laughs> And I find him very interesting. So I would love to talk to him, but um, he seems okay. to have a big following and I don't know if you know he'd be open to that.
0: Well, you know what? We can certainly ask. Awesome. So I can, yeah, let's put Nick at the top of that list then. Absolutely. Great. Awesome.
1: <laughs> I, I really appreciate you, Terry. Thanks so much for uh, ah. connecting up also uh take you up on that offer um of talking about um higher ed marketing a little bit more Yeah, yeah. in the future the plan is to have 53 interviews in 2023 so one a week okay. um so All right. uh but maybe we'll, we'll go go on you know after 2023 Uh Okay.
0: Well, that sounds great. And Chris, thank you so much. It was a real pleasure. I had an, I had a fun time talking with you and finding out, you know, how things are going with you. And then of course at Hannon Hill. So this was great. Hey, listen, absolutely. Anything I can do to help you out, just please do feel free to reach out. Okay. Awesome. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. My pleasure. And welcome to Atlanta. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) Take care. Bye.